Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Give, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Todd and Julie Chrisley. ASAP Rocky, Kim Cottrell, Michael Gattofini, Mike Molly Cyrus, and Liam Helmsworth, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories of today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain in the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O in the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Just type in T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a mostly cloudy, 80 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there listening from anywhere, everywhere in the world. Thank you once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing? This week, we are jam-packed. 
That's right. This week we're going to be talking about Todd Chrisley. You know him as a reality television star from Chrisley Knows Best. Well, yesterday he and his wife Julie were indicted on federal tax invasion charges. That's right. And ASAP Rocky, he was found guilty of assault but he won't have to serve jail time. I'll tell you more about it. And this actress, Kim Cattrall, she has reunited her feud with Sarah Jessica Parker and the Sex and City producers by accusing them of bullying her. I'll tell you the latest. And like father, like son, Michael Gandolfini is set to portray a younger version of his father, James Gandolfini, in the uh, in the forthcoming prequel of The Sopranos, uh, you know, he talks about, he did an interview with Esquire magazine for the September issue uh, talking about how he prepared for the role and how it helped, uh, helped him with his grief. So we'll talk more about that. And everybody is speculating about Miley and Liam Helmsworth. Uh, apparently, uh, they split after eight months of marriage. And according to the source, uh, they're saying that the, the who might have really caused the breakup, and it it it's not who you think it might be. I mean, we have an idea, but it's not who you think. And uh, a representative for K-pop, you know, that superstar group, BTS, well, they are taking a break. Fans are losing their minds saying this is the beginning of them just breaking up forever. But a representative for K-pop said that that's not the case. They're just taking an extended break. Hi, yes. And um, the... 2019 Teen Choice Awards was Sunday night, and I tell you who were some of the big winners of that award show. And uh, Mama June, aka June Shannon, apparently she's choosing a man over her own children or her own family. So let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day. Hit it! <laughs> All right. Well, it turns out that Chrisley may not know best. Reality television star Todd Chrisley and his wife Julie were indicted on federal tax invasion charges on Tuesday. A federal grand jury in Atlanta charged the couple with multiple counts of conspiracy, bank fraud, wire fraud, and tax invasion. U.S. Attorney B.J. Pack said that the couple conspired to defraud numerous banks from at least 2007 to 2012 by giving them false information and fake bank statements while applying for loans. The USA Network show, Chrisley No Best, has followed the family for seven seasons. They moved to Nashville several years ago, but the criminal charges are from the time they lived in Atlanta. Now, Pax said the couple and their Georgia-based accountant, Peter Tarantino, allegedly attempt to obstruct IRS efforts to examine their taxes by hiding income, lying to third parties about their tax returns, and in Tarantino's case, lying to FBI and IRS CI special agents. Ty Chrisley posted a lengthy statement denying the charges on Instagram. He explained that a trusted employee was found to have been stealing from the family in 2012. 
Uh, this is what he wrote. This is bits up some parts of it. He said, quote, I won't go into details, but it involves all kinds of really bad stuff like creating phony documents, forging our signature, and threatening other employees with violence if they said anything. He also added that the real st- trouble started after the employee was fired. Now, I'm going to give you a little uh, taste of what he um, – that was just the tip. But he said that um, – he never talked about this publicly before, but uh, it was just something, a cloud that was hanging over uh, him and Julie and the entire t- family for the past seven years. And he said that it started back in 2012 when they discovered that a trusted employee of theirs was stealing from them and stealing from them big time. And he said that um, they, they also discovered that he illegally bugged the home and they fired this guy. They took him to court, and that's when the real trouble started. To get revenge, he he took a uh, a bunch of phony documents to the U.S. Attorney Office and told them that the Chrisleys had committed all kind of fin- financial crimes, like the tax evasion and the bank fraud, and that got their attention. But once they had a chance to explain who he was, the chance for the Chrisley to explain who this guy was, he it, they it, it was he was done. And they it, it was already done, the damage was done, and they realized it was a bunch of nonsense and they sent him on his way, merry way. Now, so far so good. Except the former employee didn't give up. Somehow he persuaded a different set of investigators at the U.S. Attorney Office not only to reopen the case, but also to grant him immunity from prosecutors for his own crimes and bring charges against the Chrisleys. Uh, as a result, it looked like that later uh, this week, uh, Julie Chrisley and Todd was going to be named in a federal indictment charging them with the tax evasion and other financial crimes. Now, he said, now this is what Chrisley said. He said, quote, I'm telling you all this now because we have nothing to hide and I have done nothing to be ashamed of. Not only do we know we're done nothing, we've, we've done nothing wrong, but we got a, a ton of hard evidence and a bunch of uh, corroborated witness that proved it. Anyway, when all is said and done, we trust in God, and God said to us in Jeremiah 51:36, "I will defend you. I will be your lawyer. I will plead your case. We know that if and when this case go to court, the truth will prevail, and the charges against us will be exposed for the outrageous lies they are." As it is said in Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and, and, and lean not on your own understanding. It's all your way and knowledge, acknowledge him, and he will make you your path straight. So he also said also in his Instagram post that he wanted to express gratitude to everyone who helped place uh, them where they are today in their lives, and he wants to thank everyone for their support, and they're going to continue to work every day to earn their respect, loyalty, and admiration. So, yeah, this is some serious business. Um, again, you know, you uh, one thing you got to realize, you got to know who a lot of these celebrities got to know who they're employing. And when you fire an employee or somebody becomes disgruntled, there's some kind of revenge tactic in the back of your mind. You got to be prepared for some kind of revenge tactic. Now, um, 
we'll see. We have to follow this story because this is really serious. Um, I enjoy this show. I, I watch this show. I didn't get into them until maybe three or four years ago. And um, they're just funny. They're just like, you know, just especially Ty Chrissy. He is like raw. He don't hold nothing back. And um, as far as I'm concerned, he makes the show. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, ASAP Rocky was found guilty of assault in Stockholm in the, in the Stockholm street brawl, but he won't have to serve any more time behind bars. The Harlem-born rapper uh, was convicted by a Swedish judge to uh, for his role in the street fight in a case that had attracted the attention of President Trump and New York lawmakers. The hip-hop artist, whose real name is Rakeem Myers, was only hit with a fine of about 1300 and won't have to return to prison. He had face up to two years in prison for his role in a June 30th draw that he says was a case of self-defense. Rocky and two bodyguards were jailed after the fight, but released on August 2nd, pending the verdict. All three left the Scandinavian nation known for IKEA, ABBA, and a tolerant culture and are unlikely to return anytime soon. Mayors told the court that 19-year-old Mustafa Jafari and his friends refused to leave the entourage alone despite several appeals and claimed they appear to be high. And actress Kim Cattrall has reunited her feud with Sarah Jessica Parker and the Sex and the City producers by accusing them of bullying her to the two star in the third movie. The star who played Vamp Samantha Jones in the Sex and the City TV series and two movies had previously spoken out about her decision not to return for another film, and now she insists it's high time for her co-stars and former bosses to move on without her. In a new interview with the Guardian Observer magazine, Kim confessed that she went past the finish line playing Samantha Jones because she loved Sex and the City. Uh, this is what she said, quote, It was a blessing in so many ways, but after the second movie, I had enough. I couldn't understand why they wouldn't just replace me with another actress instead of wasting time bullying. No means no. Unquote. Cottrell recently told another swipe, took another swipe at Parker, telling Mail Online she wants to work with good people moving forward. Asked if she ever considered a Sex and the City return, the actress replied, never. It's a no for her. Uh, she said, quote, you learn lessons in life, and my lesson is to do work with good people and try and make it fun, unquote. Wow. Right now, uh, we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you are new to Bob Talk Radio, welcome. And if you are new to the show, welcome again. This makes our 10-year mark here on the network. So if you like the show and you want to know when we broadcast live, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page and it will send you a reminder when we're on the air. And also make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, like the high heel shoe. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Like father, like son, but with a few conditions. 
Michael Gandolfini is set to portray a younger version of Father James Gandolfini's seminal character in the forthcoming prequel of The Sopranos, but recently revealed he never watched the HBO hit show until he got the role. The spitting image of his late father, who died of a heart attack in 2013, had to uh, uh, to audition for a role in the David Chase scripted film, which also stars John Berthold, Ray Liotta, Vera Forminga, and Tony Award winner Leslie Odom Jr., among others. In an interview with Esquire magazine for a September issue, getting prepared for the role of 19-year-old Tony Soprano in The Many Saints of Newark meant he had to watch The Soprano for the first time. He said, quote, it was an intense process. The Deuce uh, actor, um, you know, he appears on, he also is, uh, appears on the HBO show The Deuce. He said, quote, because of an, as an actor I had to watch this guy who created the role to look for mannerism, voice, all those things I would have to echo, but then I'd also be seeing my father. I think what made it so hard was I had to do it alone. I was just sitting alone in my dark apartment watching my dad all the time. I started having crazy dreams. I had one where I auditioned for David Chase, and I looked down at my hands, and they were my dad's hands, unquote. His father's death encouraged him to give acting a try and subsequently helped him deal with his loss. The many saints of Newark looking at the formative years of New Jersey gangster Tony Soprano is currently shooting around New York and New Jersey. The 1960-based drama is set to hit theaters sometime in 2020. Miley Cyrus and Liam Helmsworth split after eight months of marriage. A source told people that Liam partying ways may have contributed to the split. A source also said that Miley is in no rush to get an actual divorce. Now, it's been just a few days since Liam Helmsworth and Miley Cyrus split, and people are desperately trying to figure out why. There were no public signs that the couple relationship was in turmoil, but some did speculate that Miley party girl image probably led to the split. Now, People Magazine is reporting that it's actually the other way around. A source told people that it was actually Liam partying ways that allegedly strained the relationship. This would make sense if the earlier reports that Miley was actually the one who broke up with Liam are true. Now, a source told people that Liam's um, chill surfer dude persona is just an image. Everyone always thinks that Miley is problematic and immature and a hardcore partier while he's this chill surfer dude, but they actually not accurate, according to the source. Now, Liam parties with his friends, and Miley thinks he should have grown out of that by now. Another source claimed in and told, chimed in and told people that Liam's moodiness also added to the relationship's troubles. Though Miley allegedly struggled with Liam partying habits, people reported that Miley's friends said that Liam struggled with Miley's view on marriage. Uh, He loves that she has her own career and focus, but he also wants a wife who cooks and would like to stay home with the kids. That's what some of his friends are saying. Though Miley and Liam has allegedly been separate for months, people also reported that she is in no rush to get a divorce. If history is sustained to repeat itself, then there's hope that Miley and William will end up together again. The couple broke off an engagement in 2012, but somehow ended up being married in 2018, so anything is possible. A representative for K-pop superstar group BTS said Tuesday that the boy band is taking a break 
but would only be brief. BTS reps told the Associated Press that the seven-member group would take a well-deserved vacation. It was recently reported that BTS would head, was, will head on as an extended hiatus, but the group reps said that's not the case. Um, they said that the, the group reps said in an email statement that it's been widely reported that BTS will be taking a hiatus. To clarify, BTS will only be taking a break, break, take a brief but well-deserved vacation. We want to assure all of the BTS Army fans, friends, and the media that the group is excited to get back on the stage very soon for their scheduled stadium tour and more exciting BTS news and events to come. BTS agency Big Hit Entertainment said a concert Sunday in Seoul was the group's last scheduled performance before making mem- before the members take vacation for the first time since their 2013 debut. The agency didn't say when BTS would start performing again. The company website said BTS is scheduled to perform in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and Seoul in October. BTS has a law uh, has a large international following and was the first K-pop act to debut atop the Billboard album chart last year with "Love Yourself Tears." Avenger Endgame and the CW Riverdale dominated the uh, Fox Teen Choice Awards on Sunday, winning four awards each. The two-hour event hosted by Pretty Little Liar star Lucy Hale and YouTuber David Dobrik. Uh, was broadcast live from Hermosa Beach, California, and featured a massive surf and sand dance number that set the tone. Taylor Swift accepted the inaugural Icon Award and took a moment to applaud the U.S. women's soccer team, not only for winning the World Cup, but also taking a historic stand in terms of gender equality, gender pay gap. The Jonas Brothers received the Decade Award, recognizing their the, their evolution over the past 10 years. Avenger Endgame was a big winner in the action film category, scoring Choice Movie, Choice Actor for Robert Downey Jr., Choice Actress for Scarlett Johansson, and Choice Villain for Josh Brolin, while Aladdin was a favorite in the sci-fi fantasy movie category, as was two of its stars, Will Smith and Naomi Scott. Riverdale picked up four surfboard trophies, including Choice Drama TV Show, Drama Actor for Cole Sprouse, Drama Actress for Lily Reinhardt, and Choice Chip for Sprouse and Reinhardt. Winners were chosen by fans who voted online for their favorite movies, TV shows, songs, musicians, athletes, and celebrities. And Mama June, a.k.a. June Shannon, apparently doesn't have the slightest intention to end her romance with her troubled boyfriend, though it means that it costs her relationship with her family. The reality TV star has allegedly abandoned her responsibility as a mother by staying with Gino Doak. According to TMZ, June family recently offered her a chance to regain custody of her daughter, Honey Boo Boo, under two conditions. She had to dump her boyfriend, Gino, and seek professional help for her drug issue, but June is allegedly refusing to do both, choosing her boyfriend instead. June and Gino were last spotted together on Monday, August 12th for a lunch outing. In the picture obtained by TMZ, the Mama June from Hot from Not to Hot star uh, looked worse for wear as she and her boyfriend left a restaurant in their hometown of Hampton, Georgia. Meanwhile, Honey Boo Boo, a.k.a. Alana Thompson, didn't seem to be happy either. It's what many assume as a response to her mother's outing with Gino. The 13-year-old posted on Instagram a picture of her sticking her tongue out with the caption, just living, and she added a disheartened face emoji. 
June and Gino was arrested in March after having a confrontation at a gas station in Alabama. A witness reported the couple fight to police who responded and sent officers to the scene. When police arrived, they saw enough to arrest Gino Doak for domestic violence, harassment, felony possession of a controlled substance, and drug paraphernalia. June was booked for felony possession of a controlled substance and drug paraphernalia. Gino was ordered by a judge to stay away from his 39-year-old girlfriend due to his third-degree domestic violence charge stemming from the March arrest, but they defied the judge order by living together. Following the arrest, June family staged an intervention and tried to convince her to get help, but she refused. Honey Boo Boo is currently staying with her sister, Lauren Punkin Shannon, who has a temporary custody of hers. Wow. Right now we have uh, 25 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about Mr. French Montana. Apparently, he's uh, finally responding to a lawsuit filed almost a year ago by a man who was allegedly attacked by his dog. I'll tell you about it. And the creator of the ABC hit series Blackish, Kenya Barris, has filed for a divorce from his wife after two decades of marriage. And CBS and Viacom are getting back together. The media giants announced on Tuesday that they will merge to form Viacom CBS 13 years after they first parted ways. And Quentin Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is already a hit at the box office, grossing more than $100 million. But with the success came some criticism, primarily from Shannon Lee, who claimed that the film director mischaracterized her father, Bruce Lee, in the film. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Henry Cavill... Uh, you know him as the the British hunk who plays Superman in the DC Extended Universe. Well, he might be playing another big superhero. I'll tell you the latest. And remember uh, last week I was telling you about uh, Harry Styles, who might be in the running to uh, for the role of Prince Eric in the Little Mermaid live-action remake? Well, sad news, he turned down the role. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Khaled and uh, I mean Khalid and Right Back. Before we went to the break, I was telling you about French Montana. He has finally responded to a lawsuit filed almost a year ago by a man who was allegedly attacked by his dog. The alleged victim, whose name is Juan Lamelli, sued the rapper last year as he claimed he was bitten by the no-shopping spitter German Shepherd when he showed up at French's home on May 25, 2017, to do some work on his pool. Juan claimed he was injured so badly in the vicious attack that he was unable to work and is seeking for lawsuit of wages. 
but now uh, French is denying any responsibility for the alleged dog attack. According to court documents obtained by the Blast, the rapper claimed that the statute of limitations on the guy complaint had run out. He also argues that the damages and injuries sustained by plaintiff did not arise from circumstances reasonably foreseeable to defendants and were not within his reasonable ability to control. Blaming the alleged victim uh, employer instead, uh, French, through his uh, lawyer, had filed a cross-complaint against the pool company that hired the guy, saying that they are the ones who should be held liable if the guy is successful in his lawsuit. French is seeking total and complete anonymity for any judgment rendered against him. This isn't the only dog attack lawsuit faced by French. Last month, a 34-year-old star was sued by Daniel Banuelos, who also claimed he was violently attacked and viciously bitten by French dog Zane. Daniel claimed he was installing security cameras at the hip-hop star Calabasas' home on August 22, 2017, when the alleged incident took place. The lawsuit state that the dog was vicious and that French was well aware of the dog's nature. Daniel additionally said that the dog was kept for the purposes of guarding the premises and that French encouraged the dog's aggressive and vicious nature in order to make the dog a greater risk and threat to intruders. The alleged victim accused French of failing to leash, tether, chain, muzzle, or take any other safety measures to ensure the dog didn't attack anyone despite knowing the dog's violent nature. Daniel claimed he missed time from work and suffered permanent scarring. He also said he now has several, uh, severe and permanent mental, emotional, and psychological injuries. He's suing for negligence and wants to collect damages from the Morocco-born rapper over the incident. The case is still ongoing as well. And Kenya Barris, who created the ABC series Blackish, filed for divorce from his wife, Rania, after two decades of marriage. Uh, the writer and producer submitted the paperwork Friday in Los Angeles Supreme Court. Barris' show, who premiered in 2014, has drawn inspiration from his real-life relationship with uh, Rania. The series centers on Anthony Anderson's character, Dre Johnson, his wife, Rainbow, played by Tracy Ellis Ross, and their kids. Rania, whose nickname is Rainbow, and Barris have previously mended their relationship after Rania filed for divorce in 2014. Meanwhile, the relationship between Anderson and Ross' character has also had trouble. Rainier spoke about the significance of the show, chronicling uh, the issue between the married, cu married couple last year. Uh, she told Entertainment Weekly at the time that because so many of the stories or situation was very exact to their life, uh, Kenya cannot help as a writer but to make the character of Bo, Bo more prominent and important. The sixth season of Blackest is set to premiere next month. CBS and Viacom are getting back together. The media giants announced Tuesday that they will merge to form Viacom CBS 13 years after they first parted ways. The combined company will have $28 billion in annual revenue and boast a pro, uh, portfolio that includes BET, CBS, Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, Paramount Network, and Showtime, as well as film studio Paramount Pictures, the Pluto TV streaming service, and South Park Studios, according to the statement. 
Both companies are run by Sumner Redstone National Amusement, which has split them up in 2006 but retained control of each. CBS and Viacom came close to merging last year following an attempt in 2016. And Quentin Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is already a hit at the box office, grossing more than $100 million since opening July 26. But with the success came criticism, primary from Shannon Lee, who claimed that the film director miscategorized her father, Bruce Lee, as arrogant in the acclaimed Columbia Picture movie. Tarantino said during an August 7 Moscow press conference to promote the film, which stars Academy Award winner Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, that Bruce Lee was kind of an arrogant guy. A scene in the 1969 set has Lee, played by actor Mike Moth, squaring off with Pitt's character Cliff Booth, who trash-talked each other in the exchange that include claims that Lee could beat boxing legend Muhammad Ali in a fight. Lee said her father was painted as an arrogant a-hole who was full of hot air, which Tarantino didn't argue against. Even though Shannon Lee says she did understand why the movie portrayed her father in a certain way in death, he could have been afforded more respect. And uh, Henry uh, Cavill, uh, he may leap from one big superhero franchise to another. The actor who is best known for his portrayal of Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman, the DC Extended Universe, is reportedly being courted for a future film of DCEU biggest rival, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The 36-year-old British hunk is rumored to star in a huge Star Wars movie that is being compared to Avengers Endgame. And according to TVO from the Lords of the Long Box in a YouTube video, the actor is wanted to play a U.S. agent who is an ex-Hydra agent that turns on the Red Skull. While um, Cavill has played the Man of Steel in several DC Warner Brothers movies, it's possible for him to take a Marvel role should he really be offered one. WB currently has no concrete plan to make a Superman movie in the foreseeable following the lukewarm reception of 2016 Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. The actor, however, has never ruled out the possibility of him reprising the role in the upcoming movie. And when rumor emerged in September last year that he hung up his Superman cape, the WB issued a statement to say, quote, while no decision has been made regarding any upcoming Superman films, we always have great respect for and a great relationship with Henry Cavill, and that remains unchanged, unquote. Besides Cavill, another popular name linked to the big superhero franchise is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. After teasing his possible involvement in the yet-to-be greenlit Deadpool 3, the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle star is now rumored to join the Marvel franchise as Black Panther 2 villain Neymar. No other details are provided regarding both projects and the two actors' possible involvement in those movies. And Henry Style has reportedly turned down the role of Prince Eric in the Little Mermaid live-action remake. Multiple reports suggested that the One Direction star was formerly offered the part but chose not to take it. Had he signed on, Harry would have joined Haley Bailey, who is already attached as Ariel, Harar Bardem, Aquafina, Jacob Tremblay, and Melissa McCarthy have also been linked to supporting roles. The full cast is expected to be announced by director Rob Marshall at Disney D23 Expo in California later this month. I believe it's August 23rd to the 25th. 
Christopher Daniel Barnes, who voiced Prince Eric in the 1989 animated classic, was a big fan of the style casting, telling TMZ, quote, the guy's a rock star, actor, philanthropist. It's a pretty good start for a prince, right? I think he'll do a great job, unquote. (laughs) And the Lion King has now reigned as Disney's highest-grossing animated movie of all time. The studio remake of the 1994 classic film of the same name has grossed $1.3 billion worldwide after playing in theaters more than three weeks. The John Favreau-directed pick officially defeated Frozen, which ended its theatrical run on $1.27 billion globally. The Lion King remake notched the record after adding $20 million domestically over the weekend. Now, Disney, however, has insisted that the new Lion King movie is not an animated film. While it's entirely computer-generated footage except for one shot, the studio has been calling it a live-action movie, creating some blurred lines. The debate about the category is uh, has its falls aside. Uh, the remake has become the second highest-grossing film of the year in the United States, trailing behind Avengers Endgame, which is currently the highest-grossing film of all time at the worldwide box office. Should it fall in the live-action category, the Lion King remake is now the studio's high, highest-grossing uh, live-action film outside of its Marvel and Star Wars franchises. The Lion King remake features Donald Glover as the voice of Simba, Beyonce Noah as Nala, Seth Rogen as Pooba, and Billy Eckner as Timon, among other cast members. The movie isn't much loved by critics, holding an approval rating of 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, most of them praising its visual achievement, but criticizing it for lacking the energy and heart that made the original so beloved. The critics' review, however, didn't seem to affect audience opinions. The movie received an average grade of an A on cinema score. Uh, actress Viola Davis, she's beaming with pride. She's a proud mother. She's beaming with pride over her daughter's acting debut in the new family film, The Angry Bird Movie 2. The help star and her husband, Julius Tennant, made the red carpet a family affair at the premiere for the animated comedy on Saturday, August 10, to celebrate the accomplishments of their little girl, Genesis Tennant, who voices the character Vivi in her first ever acting gig. Genesis picked up some solid advice from her Oscar-winning mom, but the words of encouragement had nothing to do with acting. Viola warned her to develop thick skin for bad reviews. Now, Vivi said that her mother told her that no matter what people say, keep going. Words to live by. The Angry Bird movie, too, which also starred Leslie Jones, Josh Gad, and Jason Sudeikis, is in theaters right now. Right now, we uh, still got 17 minutes left remaining in the show. Um, I'm going to take another music break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. I'm not the one for you, but you ain't a 
from Ariana Grande featuring Social House and Boyfriend. Right now we have about 14 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the week, even though the content from Drake's new album, Care Package, is merely previously released songs, it's still enough to help him achieve his ninth number one album on Billboard 200. The record arrived atop the weekly chart after selling 109,000 equivalent album units, including 16,000 in traditional album sales in the week ending August 8th, and that's according to Nielsen Music. With that, the Canadian hip-hop superstar extended his own record for the most number one albums in this decade. Meanwhile, he tied with the likes of Garth Brooks, Eminem, Madonna, and the Rolling Stones for the sixth artist who has most, has the most number ones on Billboard 200 in the chart history. They're behind the Beatles, who comes in at 19, Jay-Z at 14, Bruce Springsteen and Barbara Streisand at 11, and Elvis Presley at 10. Kelly Rowland has shut down rumors of a Destiny Child reunion tour. The trio last hit the stage together as part of Beyonce No headlining performance at the Coachella Festival in 2018, and reports of a more long-term reunion has been swirling ever since. The gossip spiked last week, uh, last weekend actually, when it was rumored that Kelly, Beyonce, and Michelle Williams would be regrouping to a record new music and tour. But Roland insists no one is talking to her about a get together. Roland told Entertainment uh, that uh, quote, "That was news to me, just as much as it was to you. I was like, oh my God, a tour is happening. Someone call me." Unquote. She also added that everybody is supportive of each other's personal ventures right now, and if it was to happen, it wouldn't want to be a surprise. She feels like uh, that they should know so much now. Uh, News is right at your fingertips and sometimes very bad journalism. She said, shame on you, whoever reported that. 
But uh, Beyonce dad, uh, Matthew knows he heard about it, and he's like, like he's like all gun ho. He's hoping that they do a uh, reunion tour. But a lot of that, but he did mention Beyonce dad did mention that. You just can't just say you're going to do a world tour or, you know, because it, it takes years of preparation, you know. He said there's a lot that goes into touring, and especially um, if you're going to tour around the world or tour across the country, it, it takes a lot of preparations to do that kind of thing. So, But I know fans are crossing their fingers. Uh, Jamie Dornan. Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater are set to star in an adaptation of his uh, the hit real-life podcast, Dr. Death, based on the disturbing true story of Dr. Christopher Dunch, a rising star in the Dallas, Texas medical community who maimed and killed his patients. Dr. Death became a hit podcast on the Wondery website. Dunch was eventually sentenced to serve life behind bars when his malpractice crime became known to two fellow surgeons and an assistant district attorney. According to Deadline, Dornan will play Dunch, while uh, Baldwin and Slater will portray the two other surgeons, Robert Henderson and Randall Kirby. And the cast of Empire are revisiting the site of former star Jesse Smollett alleged race attack for their new season. TMZ camera spotted crew members setting up for a shoot in Chicago, Illinois, just across the street from where Smollett beatdown happened this past January. The actor claimed he was attacked by two thugs who taunted him with racist and homophobic slurs and attached a noose around his neck outside his Chicago apartment as he returned for a long, uh, from, from a late night shopping trip. He was subsequently accused of staging the whole thing and arrested. He was released from custody in March, but the city's chief of police and former mayor are still convinced Smollett masterminded the assault incident as a publicity stunt. The city of Chicago is suing him for the course of the investigation. Jesse won't be appearing on the new season of Empire. And Friends fans will be able to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the TV show debut at movie theaters next month. Bosses at Fathom Events and Warner Brothers are partnering to bring 12 classic episodes of the sitcom to U.S. theaters during the week of September 22nd. The screening will also include never-before-seen footage and exclusive interviews. To mark the anniversary, Lego bosses will also be selling sets inspired by the castmate and their favorite coffee shop, Central Perk. And child abuse survivor Wade Robson has slapped MTV bosses for refusing to remove Michael Jackson's name from their video Vanguard honor. Rapper Missy Elliott was named the 2019 recipient of the trophy on Monday, August 12, when it became clear she would be receiving the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at the MTV Video Music Award later this month. Choreographer Robson, who was one of the two men to come forward with shocking claims against the late King of Pop and director Dan Reeves' Leaving Netherland documentary, accepted MTV's decision not to wipe Jackson's name off the award, but insists it's unfortunate. The award was named for Jackson in 1991. Previous recipients have included Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce No, Justin Timberlake, Madonna, and Rihanna, and is considered MTV's highest honor. Megan C. Stallion has teased she's working on new new music with Truth Hurt hitmaker Lizzo. 
the rapper recently teamed up with Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign for her latest track, Hot Girl Summer. Speaking to Entertainment Tonight at BeautyCon LA over the weekend, the 24-year-old revealed she's collaborated with the singer-rapper on an upcoming track. Megan, whose real name is Megan P, has enjoyed huge success in recent months after becoming the first female rapper to be signed by Label 300 Entertainment last November. She released her first full-length mixtape entitled Fever in May with singles on the records including Big Ol' Freak, Sex Talk, and Riller. Whitney Cummings blocked an extortion attempt by taking matters in her own hands. The comedian shared an intimate photo of herself on social media after the people who obtained the image either threatened to sell the picture or posted if she didn't give the money. Cummings explained that she had, uh, she had accidentally posted a picture that showed part of her breast to her Instagram story in April and deleted it upon realizing. Cummings who is now 36, is the creator of the sitcom Two Broke Girls, as well as her own comedy series, Whitney, which she stars on. Two months ago, actress Bella Thorne shared her own private photos on social media after a hacker threatened to release them. Thorne wrote at the time, quote, I can sleep better knowing I took my power back, unquote. And rapper Jay-Z has inked a deal with the NFL that will allow him to assist the league in managing its entertainment and social justice endeavors, which are tied into the league's existing expired change program. The NFL is teaming up with Jay-Z Rock Nation Agency in a deal that will allow the company to co-produce the Super Bowl halftime show. Through the partnership, Rock Nation will select entertainers to perform in NFL content throughout the season per Sports Illustrated. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said in an interview he hopes Jay-Z will perform sometime in the future during a halftime show, but the New Deal does not stipulate that he's required to do so. Jay-Z reportedly turned down the opportunity to perform at Super Bowl 51 in 2018 amid that backlash against free agent quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who protested the national anthem before football games in order to raise social injustice awareness. Jay has since partnered with Meek Mill and the owners of the 76ers, Nets, and Patriots to launch the Reform Alliance, an organization aimed at addressing criminal justice reform. And as we previously reported, uh, Eddie Murphy, highly anticipated sequel to his hit 80s comedy, Coming to America, has added Wesley Snipes to the cast in addition to James Earl Jones and rapper Rick Ross. Comedian Leslie Jones has now been added to the mix. MovieWeb.com reports that the outlet notes that Jones as a sign, has signed on for an unspecified role. The original film followed Murphy and Prince Akeem from the fictional African nation Zumanda as he sets off on a journey to Queens, New York, to himself find himself a wife. Uh, people noted that this time around, Akeem will return to America 30 years later with hopes of finding his long-lost son. Snipe will play General Izzy, the ruler of the fictional African nation that borders Akeem's kingdom. Arsenio is reprising his role of Akeem's best friend, Semi, and James Earl Jones will also be reprising his role as King Jaffe Jaffer. Now, Hudson and Flow director Craig Brewer is set to helm the project. Blackish creator Kenya Barris is rewriting a previous draft of the sequel script from the original Coming to America writers Barry Blostein and David Sheffield. 
Meanwhile, Leslie will bring her exuberant energy and cutting comedy to Netflix members around the world with a new hour-long stand-up special. According to a press release, the special will launch globally on Netflix in 2020. And earlier this year, De La Soul, the group, announced that their catalog will be streaming, but 90% of the money would go to their former label, Tommy Boy Records. At the month of negotiation, both sides failed to re, uh, reach an agreement with Tommy Boy, noting that they're not in the business of giving artists back their masters. Now De La Soul are encouraging fans to avoid streaming their music. The band previously announced that their first six albums, including Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul is Dead, and Bulloon Nine State would be available to stream on major platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify. However, De La Soul explained on social media that they would not be fairly compensated for the digital releases. The group said they will only receive 10% of the profits, with the other 90% going to Tommy Boy. The group is asking that fans not stream their catalog or buy their music and spread the word with the hashtag don't press play and hashtag Tommy Boy Boycott continues. De La Soul encouraged fans to purchase their 2016 and the anonymous Nobody and 2004 the grind, the grind Date, two of their non-Tommy Boy albums that are available on streaming platforms. And Migos rapper Quavo has teamed with Imagine Entertainment co-founder Brian Grazer to develop a transformative animated franchise for kids. The series would draw from the Atlanta hip-hop scene and quality control Pierre P. Thomas and Kevin Coach K. Lee are set to produce, while Quavo and Grazer will serve as executive producer on the project. The series launch will include new merchandise and original music. So he's he's getting to the anime of uh, the um, animated game, and uh, for our last story of the day, Madame Toussaint will honor get this the late singer Aaliyah with a wax figure tribute set to debut in Las Vegas on August 21st. To celebrate the event, Aaliyah's family and state has set up a contest for local fans to get a chance to uh, to attend the exclusive VIP party with the wax figure will be unveiled. The Aaliyah app created by the artist's brother, Rashid Houghton, helps to keep fans in the loop and allow users to post videos up to three minutes long. The more liked views and connected a video receives, the higher it reaches on the app hot page. The Aaliyah app was released after the long-awaited Aaliyah for Mac Makeup Collection that launched in June. Fans launched an online petition back in 2015 to get a wax figure of the actress, songstress at Madame Toussaint. The petition received over 2,000 signatures. The superstar tragically died in a plane crash at the age of 22 on her way back to the U.S. from her Rock the Boat video shoot in the Bahamas. August 25th marks the 18th anniversary of her untimely death. So if you want to enter the contest, just show them your best Aaliyah-inspired look and be one of the 10 lucky fans to win an invite to the VIP figure launch party at hashtag Tucson Vegas. Download the Aaliyah app and share your video or photo using hashtag show us your Aaliyah on the app and Instagram to be entered to win. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. 
and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.